Well, uh, you're listening to Bolivian. Special edition, election night, 2020. It's amazing that we're doing, uh, this is the first Oblivion uh, podcast done in the evening. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Totally different vibe. It's all dark. It is dark. It's What's wild is the you know like the room that I'm in is actually bright, but the window is pitch black. Whereas normally, the thing I like about when we do it at one in the uh, afternoon is the the room is shady, but the the window always has pretty good brightness because it's you know it's still fairly early in the day. Although I imagine at this point it's going to change because we've had the you know the time change and all that. Yeah. But uh, well, tell us what's going on in TV land. Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, basically, what I was going to do tonight was talk about what a warmongering shithole America is. <laughs> And then I was just going to defer to you, David, in terms of like breaking down the numbers for tonight as though exactly what happens in the next 15 minutes is going to make a difference one way or the other in this regard. Or am I missing something? <laughs> yeah, we're, um, I think, uh, yeah, our spirits uh, <laughs> are going to shift it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you just have to have the right attitude. You have to have the right attitude. Joe Biden supporter. (laughs) Oh God! Did you get your fracking contract, David? Is that what this is about? It's just been a con game all along, and you got your fracking contract today on the day of the election. That's what this has been about all along, isn't it? Isn't it? (laughs) All right, man. I sold my fossil fuels, man. (laughs) Everything below this land has been sold. I'm just looking at the map right now. And uh, North Dakota and South Dakota are going for Trump. You're kidding. <laughs> nah. Oh. I mean, do you have any sense of in general what the what's going on? Uh not really yet, but uh I mean it looks like he's gonna win Florida. Trump is. Ninety two percent and three Isn't that uh, basically the election? <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's see. Michigan says, oh, uh, just 16% in, but heavily. I mean, Jesus Christ, I can't fucking believe, you know, like, I really don't care, but I still can't believe that that Trump could actually win a second term. I mean, it's funny in a way. It really is. 
but it's still just like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, come on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> like, I really don't care. How can you lose so to this guy? But, like, he really is against his own people. And you're like, yes, more American. I'm an American. I take pride in being an American, but Americans are dying. And so that's great. And that's good. <laughs> you know, like, it, that's just so fucked up. It's just, it's like, there's no possible way to even begin to, you know, make a defense of it. Yeah, man. But at the same time, you know, if you're the Democrats and you can't um, mount an effective rebuttal or shutdown of, um, you know, that kind of political presence, then you're also just garbage. You know, so it goes back to what I've said all along. Which the problem is, is there isn't any polarization. There is no opposition. It's always the same thing, which is, yeah, let's just be conservative and spend a lot of money on the military and fight wars and have war on drugs and all that. By the way, I was wondering, uh, has there been any substantive inter- uh, information about uh, New Jersey in terms of the cannabis legalization? Any, any info on that? All right, let me look that up for you. Okay. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Got all this high-tech stuff. The internet's running a little slow tonight, David. A lot of people online. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm jumping on there. I can just see you in your your spacesuit, you know, <laughs> walking around the moon out of a Gemini capsule. Yeah, it is a pretty badass setup. I've got like d- dual monitors, so I'm just looking back and forth in my. So anyway, <laughs> what what are the fucking goddamn numbers on New Jersey? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Like, cat is this. I was looking at the wrong screen, man. (laughs) I think I think we should make it a point to do one podcast a month at night. Like when we're doing it now. So that's a good idea. We'll do the other three as usual, but it's good to change it up, don't you think? What, you mean time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to find some updates on this. Yeah. <laughs> Yahoo News. Uh, looks like a yes. So far, 8.40 p.m., uh, pretty big lead for 
legalization and the garden state. Is that what it is? The garden That's right. state. What are the numbers, man? Uh, yes, two sixty nine five fifty two. Uh, no, one twenty five two twenty. So that's that very down Two thirds to one third. It was said to be like sixty five percent in favor. So yeah, I think that's the biggest story of the night because I'm gonna, and I'm going to go back to this too, and which is the vaccine is the most important thing. If we go indefinitely into the coming months and there's no substantive progress on this vaccine that we've just been led on all along to assume that we're going to have, I don't see how, you know, no matter what, the the, uh, political climate won't be bad. Well, you were referencing uh, our the earlier podcast where you uh, talked about how that if it passed in New Jersey, of course, that pressures New York to legalize as well. Um, but I, I'm, <clears throat> if Biden wins, of course, if Trump wins, he won't do the federal, right? Uh, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. So, hmm. pretty grim all around. The general <laughs> atmosphere. I know, what a surprise, right? Like a perfect Halloween, you know, and like palatable dread and and uh ennui. Well, but I mean at the same time, I mean, do, are you not at all encouraged by what could happen if New Jersey makes it legal? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, I'm sure. Um I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, who gives a shit who the fucking president is at this point? You know, like, I don't. And who gives a fucking shit? What about this bullshit McGrath? His baby McGrath captured the oh, well. fucking... <laughs> what, um, Amy McGrath? What are the fucking numbers? <laughs> Bring that up. What? Can you... Uh, well, Amy McGrath, I guess, uh, oh, no. off. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> she did. How, how much did she get, get in their campaign? $50 million? For this bullshit, do we have to put up with this state? This state's a, it's a joke, man. It is. How can you deny it? it? It's already been called. What time is it? Like, we're not even one hour into, like, the vote counting, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing so hard. It's probably it might it's probably funny for you to listen to, but then when you're trying to put the podcast together, you'll be like, you know, wow, I can't. <laughs> How do I do this? <laughs> anyway, I want to say hello to everyone. Uh, one thing I do want to say 
uh, to give a shout out is I have seen a lot of people at least saying that they voted. Uh-huh. Which and but at the same time, I want to bring up how uh, maybe it was four years ago, Dave. You wrote an excellent piece that I think was titled something like, you know, I voted and I apologize. <laughs> What's it that? The gist of it? Yeah. All right. Would you want to, like, give a brief description of that or something? Because it was really good. Uh, yeah. Um, let me, uh, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, no, I didn't mean to do that. I just... <laughs> You put me on the spot, man. <laughs> I didn't mean it in that way. I just meant to compliment you. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I'm just was put on the spot because yeah, I can't can't remember it right now, man. <laughs> well, that's all right. Who fucking cares? Like <laughs> anyway, it was something like you know, it doesn't matter that you vote. You know, either right, way, right. you're voting for something that is horrible and awful, and it's a sham. It's a sham democracy, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Whatever it was that you voted for, it was a bunch of bullshit. It's not what you really want, and you know it. Then you pose around, and you act like it is something that you want, but it's not. Anyway, it was really good. So, uh, <laughs> well, that, great summation. Great summation there, David. I, I, I apologize. I did not mean to put you on the spot of... <laughs> Do you have any other like number or never, observation? This podcast is over. Oh no! <laughs> it's uh, off the rails. It's, it's extremism. It's polarization. I cannot be a part of a podcast with someone who <laughs> did did not worship Joe Biden. So, so anyway, I think where I was losing my mind was about Amy McGrath. Was that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and she's already lost. Right, I think so. Um, <laughs> but don't you think that's just so pathetic? Yeah, it was just such a pathetic uh, <laughs> campaign from the start. She. <laughs> Her qualification God, was she uh, was a flying mass murderer for 20 years. Well, sure, but just in terms of, in terms of sham democracy, that there was actually a competition tonight. Like, did you really expect that Amy McGrath was going to win? Like, did we go in tonight thinking, oh, look what's going to happen? You know, this could actually... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, be a nail-biter. Like, how can it be a democracy when the outcome never changes at all for a moment in a little bit? Sham democracy. Sham democracy. Be all that you can't be and never were in the sham democracy. Yeah.
Yeah, um, keep keep going. I got to take a break. I'll be right back. I'm right here. Yeah, keep going. So this is the Oblivion podcast on the evening of the 3rd of November, 2020. And of course, it is the election night, which my main thesis is the election is not that big of a deal. It's a sham democracy. It's been in ruins for decades now. And everybody's being pretentious by saying it matters. Um, and, And at the same time with the pandemic, the main thing is that we get a vaccine pretty soon. And the wait and they said he was taking a break. My name is I am Dr. Dave Overby, and I do this podcast with my uh, colleague, uh, co-host, and longtime friend uh, Dave Miller, <laughs> who sounds like he is back at this point. <laughs> All did right. You, did you get? back now did you do something twisted and like <laughs> well dave um i drank a <laughs> cup of coffee just before we got on air also i had okay. a salty meal and you know what that leads to <laughs> so um, did you not read your bible so back <laughs> back to you but uh oh yeah so um <laughs> i guess you were praising the podcast while i was gone It'll, it'll be interesting. You're damn right, I was to hear few, to hear that. It's one of the <laughs> good things going in this world at this point. I mean, do you want to make an argument to the contrary? Like, should we? Should we all? What? Oh, Dave, I, I'm sorry. Uh, we should stop doing the podcast now because I've got to start listening to Rachel Maddow. <laughs> yeah, let's hear what Rachel has to say. Oh boy, gosh. You know, I, I've. Uh, <laughs> Do you see her on the screen? Yeah, you know, it's, it's all been garbage. Look, I, I went about uh, 15 minutes, okay, before, you know, in terms of me getting the numbers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About about 15 minutes before we were going to do this, uh, I went downstairs where I, I have my uh, multi-system complex. <laughs> Your your little pod space, your space pod control center. No, no. <laughs> no, uh, that, 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 that's, that's the upstairs. <laughs> the, 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 uh... Yeah, Dave, Dave's losing it over here, man. Be there, man. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's really enjoying himself <laughs> and in uh, uh, Murray right now. That's great, man. I'm glad you're feeling good. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's um, uh, gloom and doom. Anyway, uh, the, 
the downstairs is where we vet immigrants. <laughs> you vet immigrants? Florida's tight and See, the upstairs is where we do the uh, the podcast complex. Anyway, oh. so I went downstairs to check the numbers, and mm-hmm. um, the screen was mainly taken up by advertising. Like that, that, that's how they've done the format. And I swear, Dave, this has happened in the last hour. So I, I was listening to, like, Crosby, Stills, and Nash <clears throat> and all of the good counterculture music. And they would like interrupt it in the middle of the song with advertising. And this has never happened before. And I go downstairs to watch the results. And this is, uh, you know, this is happening on the screen. And it's like people will say, oh, no, that's not happening. Like, you're on drugs. And it's like, no, it's like if you're not seeing it, it means you have your head up your ass. And this has been happening. You know, for decades, but especially in the last few years, where advertising is interrupting and saturating everything. Right. There's got to be some little pop-up or some, there always has to be a product visible. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's gone beyond that. Like when, about 10 minutes before we started this podcast and I went down to my multi-system complex (laughs) to check the numbers, the whole screen, what I'm trying to say is the whole screen is advertising. Like, it's a rectangle, right? And imagine, mm-hmm. like, the upper two-thirds from, like, the northwest corner to beyond the middle is just advertising. And then on the far right vertical column are numbers saying it's this person and this person and here are the numbers. And it's literally a moment of saying, the election doesn't even matter anymore. And this is scary. And I'm reporting this in real time. And I'm telling you this, like, that's what's happened tonight. It's like, you're just watching commercials. That's the message. There is no election. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hmm. Wow. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, you're, it's interesting because I haven't been watching TV. I just watched for a minute NBC, and they had, uh, is it Chuck Todd? Is he the guy, the, the nerdy guy? Yeah, uh, Ma- uh, Chuck Todd. <laughs> is that <laughs> Chuck Todd? Uh, yeah. Um, watched that for a second. Uh, I just didn't listen to the audio. Uh, he was getting all animated about Florida. <clears throat> but... Florida is 93% in, uh, Trump ahead by 3%. So Florida goes to Trump. Well, I mean, of course, if, if Florida goes to Trump, the election will go to Trump. And that's another pathetic thing about the last quarter century. I mean, at this point, the election of 2000, it is basically, you know, a quarter century ago. You know, it's 20 years. It's not 25 years. Whatever, you know. So, um, but, you know, why is it this close? And, and why do we still have this bullshit system 
where like some jackass in Florida decides what the whole country is going to do. Well, and the, the, yeah, the electoral college is such a joke. I mean, right there, you start right off the bat with an illegitimate yeah. system. Just in that right. in the system. And then what on like, top Well, of I'm it, glad I live in Kentucky, which, you know, I may as well live in a fucking, like, camp of the goddamn Taliban because I don't mean fucking shit. Like, I mean nothing. I mean goddamn nothing. Like, in my vote, Kentucky's going to go to Trump by a huge margin. I don't contribute to any kind of national vote total to the president, but the president's a national fucking leader, so I don't goddamn matter at all. This fucking goddamn son of a bitch, asshole cunt, no matter who the fuck it is, doesn't represent me no matter what. So how is it that I don't lose? Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, what happened? <laughs> I was just starting staring at the map, man. <laughs> did I just blow <laughs> up everything? Did I ruin everything? <laughs> yeah, we're we're still on, dude. <clears throat> the fracking uh, contract is being withdrawn. <laughs> you know, Dave's going to lose all his property. Oh no. Now, right now, Ohio, that's uh, 59% and 51% Biden, Trump, 48%. But here's another thing, man. Like, what time is it at where you are? Isn't it like 11 o'clock or something? Uh, what? Oh, no. 9.20 or 9.30. Well, holy Christ, like, what's the problem? Shouldn't we know who the president is by now? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, why don't, why do they deal with this counting shit and just proclaim it and get it over like, with? Why can't, you don't know? Like, Shouldn't we just go straight to the Supreme Court and have them? Numbers. Let's have the Supreme Court go. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. The Supreme Court should just go ahead and decide it now. And, um, well, it's like they already have, you know, like, the, let's show more advertising. Let's show everybody that they need to vacuum their floor. It doesn't matter who the president is. All that matters is, did you vacuum your floor tonight? If you vacuum, everything will be okay. And if you didn't, it won't. Wow. What an idea. You live in a democracy where, where information, ideas, and knowledge actually matter to what happens in your life. Uh, let's see some other. Do you want numbers. to move on to some other topics, just for the hell of it, to pick something out of the air and see if we can <laughs> talk about what's going on? Well, well I, have I, mean, a, I have a topic I can bring up if you sure. want to indulge me for a moment. Sure. 
Uh, it is, I think, the uh, the forty fifth anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When did you first see the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? Well, that's one of the reasons I'm bringing it up is that I that I saw it for the first time really only uh, two nights ago. Wow. But I don't know if you knew this or not, but I think that you do. I actually played Frankenfurter in a play out in Colorado. Huh. Seven years ago. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, then you, you did know, so you knew from that play or? Yeah. Cool. Frankenfurter. <laughs> but it was happening during the, uh, during the floods. So it was just totally insane. Anyway, it's it's definitely too much to go into right at this moment. <laughs> but I watched it and I thought about it. And the, the cool thing was I thought, you know, this actually is pretty good. You know, you know, at the time I was doing it, because when you actually perform a play like that, it's like, you know, wow, this is kind of intense and over the top. But it's like, wow, it's actually, you know, pretty good uh, art. But the way that I look at it is, you know, Frankenfurter is the excess, and Brad and Janet are the deficit. But he actually, or he, she, they, right, Frankenfurter actually does Brad and Janet good because, you know, he sexualizes them. Hmm. And they become, you know, they're going to have a good marriage because it, it won't be like they'll just be uptight. Right. So it's, right. it's a good story from from that perspective. But I just think it's a pretty funny uh, play, and it's basically vaudeville, right, from 1920. But the other thing is this. Did you know that uh, Charles Gray, who's the narrator with the Globe, actually plays Blofeld in the last James Bond movie that Sean Connery made? Of course, there is you know, never say never again, but I'm talking about real James Bond movie in Diamonds Are Forever. And I think that Sean Connery had been one of your topics, correct? Fine, Sean Connery. Yeah, I, you know, just uh, because you're a aficionado of the Bond series, uh, <clears throat> I thought you'd have uh, a lot to say about him. Uh, I assume he well, was. Yeah, I mean, it's James Bond. I mean, he's right, a supreme yeah. actor, but it's it's. Uh, I think that it's a. It's also an example of the, you know, distorted and and fallacious perception of of Western culture, which is that there really is no such thing as the individual. I mean, there is the collaboration. How can you understand Sean Connery without understanding James Bond? You cannot. I mean, it's just a fusion, not just in terms of art, but in terms of life and culture. Like the, the way that you know this person is through this fictional role, which if you didn't have art, if you didn't have writing, if you didn't have drama, you wouldn't have James Bond, and then Sean Connery could have never been James Bond. I mean, he'd done something else, 
He could have been a professional uh, rugby rugby player, which I think his biography said that he turned down, and then you know got the acting bug and was Mister Universe and an Adonis, and then so he got to be James Bond and all of that. But um, how, how any how did we get to Sean Connery? I know that we did it somehow. <laughs> it's not that bad. But, uh, uh, well, I, I you you remembered I had mentioned it uh, in our uh, right, topic right. thread. Uh, well, I mean, ma- mainly because I just thought of you because of your uh, uh, always really. Oh yeah, it gets back to the Rocky Horror Picture Show because uh, Carl okay. Gray was Blofeld and Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, there That's nineteen seventy one. With Jill St. John takes place in Amsterdam and Las Vegas, and um, uh, that's a great Bond film. Anyway, Charles Gray is Blofeld, but it's also in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I played Frankenfurter back in 2013. So tell me what you think of this, Dave. I'm going to get back in touch with the people at the Iron Springs Chateau and say. In 2023, I want to do a 10-year anniversary show of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and do that stuff again. Because now that I've actually done Frankenfurter, I think I could go back and do it again and be like, this won't be so, um, well, you know, in a way kind of horrifying. But also, I mean, that's the great thing about the theater is that it's exhilarating. Like, you do the stuff that, it was kind of frightening, but then you do it, and you're like, you know, wow, that was that was pretty incredible. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the world that we live in. Like, we cannot expect our political system or anything that we might call reality to deliver us anything that is actually good or meaningful. So you kind of have to just make that up yourself. I got some of the music going on in my head from the uh, Rocky R picture show. Mm-hmm. Well, I, um, I guess the I guess the only time I ever saw it live, uh, people did it at uh, Colorado College. And uh, it was pretty cool, you know. They did uh, everybody or people dressed up, and and everybody in the audience that knew it, you know, yelled out the certain lines and you know, little culture of uh, watching culture. It's like culture is always about saving off what we're actually living through now. That's profound, man. Keep going. Well, I mean, we do a film like, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show, where we indulge this notion of a ghoulish world of, like, monsters, where, like, people are, you know, that's the thing about Frankenfurter. I mean, he's a monster. He has to be a man and a woman. He has to have the woman and the man. I mean, he just has to control everything, right? And so he's got to be destroyed, and he's Donald Trump, right? 
Except we don't live in the 70s, man. We don't live when everybody's like, yeah, it's so obvious that this dead has to go. Like, it's 2020, and so it's all going to be like, well, if you have that view, you can also think this, which is like, he's great. You know, and, and Jesus Christ, like, for a visual culture, tell me, I know you're not a television watcher, Dave, but from a, thinking of America in terms of being a visual culture, what do you think about, like, what Joe Biden looks like? Oh, uh, he, looks, he looks like a doddering old man. Uh, uh. All right. I'm going to say something really awful, okay? And, you know, like, <laughs> is this a, is this a trigger, trigger warning? Or <laughs> trigger warning. Okay. Like, look, I don't know what you know, like, you're, it's going to be triggered. So <laughs> if you're likely to get triggered, um, don't, don't like listen that. right now. <laughs> okay. So like, you know, my dad, you know, freaking his birthday was October the 12th, which we just passed. But like, I remember, God, I try not to crank up saying this, but just listen. I remember seeing like my dad on the ICU bed, you know, like when he was dying. And that's what fucking Joe Biden looks like. <laughs> You know, yeah, I know that's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> he looks pretty old, man. Uh, they've, it's, they've, they've, it's, it's just a classic image of like a dead. Like it already doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to say about tonight's election. Like if if you're all, if if it took you this long to think it mattered who the president was. It hasn't mattered for years. It's like, you know, somebody saying, oh, my God, <laughs> I think Chicago might be on fire. You know what I'm saying? Is it on fire? Yeah, I'm making a fucking joke, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a great Chicago. Oh, oh, okay. You're making a joke. I was afraid you were. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like, look, it's not like, yeah, no shit. Like, oh, something's wrong with America. Like, yeah. And it's like, if, if you had maybe thought of this in 1990, it, it, we could have, it would have mattered. And like, you know, by now it's. <laughs> It's like, well, I have a tumor. I have a like a one thousand pound tumor. I think something might be wrong. You're dragging a huge lump behind you. <laughs> so it looks like a ball and chain. So, uh, so, Dave, can you use your amazing uh, multi-system computer action to like give us some more up-to-date information and facts? 
Currently, Dave, I'm looking at our extra fancy map. Uh, <laughs> of the United States of America. Um, currently, we're showing Trump ahead in Missouri. Uh, he is ahead in Michigan. You don't say. He is, uh, Biden is slightly ahead in Ohio. It's been getting closer and closer. We're at 64%. It's looking like Trump is pulling ahead. (laughs) What do you think of the wall being built around the White House? Uh, I I haven't heard heard that one. Fill me in. Well, apparently there's like an actual wall being built around the White House. At this moment? Or? It's like, well, it, it's been, this has happened like very quickly under the radar, I guess, over the last few days. Huh. Um, but it's like, we're now Mexico. The American people <laughs> are like foreign to their own government. Like we, the people who are the foreigners, you know, we the foreigners. Okay. Well, so this is what needs to happen next. Is that they put in a moat, right? Kind of have a fucking moat around the castle and a big drawbridge. You know. Medi- medieval castle-like turrets along the perimeter. Yeah, it's proto- uh, Medievalism. <laughs> did you say did... proto medievalism? <laughs> did, did you say proto medievalism? <laughs> that's what that's I said. A, that's Dave. a great term. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so let's great, see, man, proto medievalism. <laughs> So let's see, Biden is ahead 50.3 to Trump, 48.5 in North Carolina with 80% of the vote. Mm. So that's no one that neck in North Carolina. That's 15 electoral votes on the line there, David. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find a better a map that's more like gives me some different numbers. So if Biden wins, does that mean like the the hole that he blew in the nine year old Iraqi's cheek twenty years ago, does that like reform? Um Yep, in other news, well, the, this one scene and projection thing, they're way behind the vote tally. I watched um, pretty much, 
much pretty, uh, I think just about every one of the James Bond things back about five years ago, movies. Uh, there was a fucking bunch of them. Like 30 of them or something. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, let's see if real quick I can reel them off. Should I try? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. We got uh, Dr. No from Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice on Her Majesty's Secret Service, Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, um, Living Daylights, Octopussy, License to Kill. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, saw Octopussy together in the theater. Uh, let's see. Uh, the World is Not Enough. Uh, these Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Gold, no, Golden Eye, The World is Not Enough, and Tomorrow Never Dies. And then we get into the Daniel Craig ones, which would give us uh, to uh, Casino Royale, A Quantum of Solace, uh, Skyfall, and Spectre. So I got 20. That was it. I think I did it. Didn't I? Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> so, yeah, the and, oh, over, and, overall quality, I would say, was um, general survey, Sean Connery's um, up and down from m- mediocre to kind of okay, nothing great. Um Pretty much all of the Roger Moore ones are total dog shit. Uh, terrible. Um, <clears throat> he's so uncharismatic. It's just amazing. Uh, Who is that? Roger Moore. Uh, well, and, you're, uh, you're right. He's like the Barack Obama of James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally boring, conservative, you know, no, sex, no sex appeal at all. Um, let me, God damn it. I at least for, I was gonna surely somebody something. thought there was sex appeal there, but. But no, I mean, tell me, tell me what you think of this. It's like James Bond is kind of like Kentucky basketball. Like it just really isn't all that great. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a weird, it's like a weird thing about Western culture where it's like, what the hell exactly is it that is so great about James Bond? Like, if if you were to break it down to, like, these individual movies, like, almost all of them are bad. Like, the Roger Moore James Bond films are awful. Then you have, like, these Timothy Dalton films that are... It's like they're almost done uh, out of some sort of... Like ritual, like we just have to do these, or you know, we'll be sacrificed to the, you know, gobbling mouth of the monster. Um, but like, can you tell me offhand, like, if, if you just wanted to sit down and watch a movie and be like, yeah, this would be a cool movie to watch, would it be a James Bond movie, or is this just a bunch of marketing and a bunch of bullshit? Yeah, a bunch of marketing bullshit is what I would vote. 
Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Casino Royale is a good film. Yeah. But even that, it's like, you know, after I've seen it 15 times, it's like, you know, this is okay. <clears throat> They're just not that great. You know, like Goldfinger and Thunderball, they were starting to figure it out. And then I like You Only Live Twice. I think the little Nelly scene is great. But that's mainly all that James Bond is. It's only that, like, yes, this scene is great or this moment is great. Like when Jill St. John walks out in her underwear in Amsterdam and Diamonds Are Forever, that's great. And the Peter Franks fight scene in the elevator in Diamonds Are Forever is great. And, of course, you know, that's the whole thing. That's why James Bond is great, because it has those great moments. But, like, the films themselves are just not that great. I swear to God, if you put Diamonds Are Forever on right now, there's no way I'd be able to just sit there and, and watch it the whole way through. You know, I would, like, I would follow it up until the Peter Franks fight scene in the elevator. And then I would kind of zone out and bounce around. And then like right at the end when uh, Jill St. John is firing the machine gun and she kind of goes backwards and falls off of the, the rig in Baja, California. And, and then I'd sort of uh, be all over the place, but you know, that's, that's one of the scenes where Charles Gray is playing Blofeld saying, by escape hatch. And, you know, and then it's what, you know, four years later, he's like, and uh, we will go to Transylvania and meet the Frankenverter. And that's a very interesting thing. I bet you it would blow people's mind to think about the fact that James Bond is directly connected to Frankenverter and vaudeville. That would just blow people's minds. Blow your mind, man. By the way, did you know that Oregon is is voting to uh, let people take magic mushrooms, man? Uh, Who did? Oregon is voting on that. Oh, wow. Ken (laughs) Yeah, they got good stuff up there. They grow in the rainforest. I bet. Yeah, I haven't taken mushrooms in so long. Uh, I'm I'm due for a psychedelic experience. I know. What's a bunch of bullshit is, you know, we should be taking them right now. Right, yeah. Be perfect. I should be able to go down to my mushroom store and get me a six mushroom bag of, <laughs> of psilocybin cubensis.
If you can get your Trentelix, you know, you should be able to get that. Trip my balls off. It should be your decision, you know, like, I'll talk to the doctor about it, but it's like, I'll be the one to decide. It's my life. It's my brain. You can't possibly know more about my brain than I do. Like, I'm the one that lives in it. Like, what the fuck's going on? Anyway, that would be a trip, man, if Oregon, like, votes yes on that. That's really all I think that this election 2020 is about. It's about New Jersey and cannabis legalization, and it's about Oregon and the vote to decriminalize, or I think even legalize, possession of small amounts of all drugs. And that would include magic mushrooms and psilocybin and other hallucinogens. I think it would even include, you know, small amounts of LSD. Yeah, man. I think, what's that? Gonna eat my ass, man. Right, man. I'm going to go eat acid and be a socialist in Portland. But I just think it's... Sorry. And then get gunned down on the road by Billy. train. (laughs) Oh, wow. So Easy Rider is the Trump train. Wow. (laughs) Yep. 1968, 2020. Riots on the street. Yeah, Trump wins again. The riots need to pump up to another level. I've always thought it was just totally wacko that people can go out and have their cocktails and and guzzle their alcohol and and then have a war on drugs. Like, that's just... There's just no excuse for that. You know, like, we have the, the 2020 pandemic, and that's been paralleled to the 1918... Um, you know, uh, influenza, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, in 1918, cannabis was legal. All that stuff was legal. Like, there was no such thing as the war on drugs. And it's like, here we are in 2020, we still have another pandemic, and we have a war on drugs. It's like, what the hell good is, is any of this done? You know, we had the opioid epidemic. We have the fentanyl. Like, we've been having, like, a big, um, you know, meth epidemic for, you know, probably since the goddamn end of World War One. <laughs> and uh, I just don't see the point. You know, I'm not really impressed. 
like, uh, you know, I think about uh, Blake. It's like uh, this country, th- there's a whole population that has never sung the song of innocence. Like, it's it's just never been able to look at hu- humanity as as good. You know, it, it always has to be that everything about the human being is bad. Everything it does, everything that it wants to do is bad. But you're going to be the one exceptional, amazing human being that's going to be better than everybody else. And so it won't happen to you. It won't matter to you because you're just that amazing and incredible. But all of these other people, like they're just such pieces of junk. They should have a hole blown through their cheek. They should be blinded uh, in one eye. Um, they should just be destroyed because they're just that bad. <clears throat> All right. Oblivion calls Florida for Trump. Really? Yep, uh, with 93% and uh Trump's ahead three and a half points. So it's uh, a good thing that the Democrats didn't run Bernie Sanders, otherwise <laughs> the Democrats would have alienated all those like Cubans who would have associated Bernie Sanders with Fidel Castro. <laughs> so you can thank Anderson Cooper for Donald Trump winning Florida. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and say that, well, if, you know, if Donald Trump has won Florida, Donald Trump is going to be reelected. And didn't both, I mean, this is something we may have overlooked. I mean, didn't both of us predict that Donald Trump was going to get reelected? Yeah, we've been calling that uh, right at a month now, I think. Well, you've been calling it all along. I, I said I thought, you know, it'd be Biden. But then um, what happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that moment. COVID. Yeah. Right. Well, well, when Trump got infected, but that moment when he came back from Walter Reed and he walked up the steps and he stood up there and, like, saluted and <laughs> took his mask off, like, dun 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 It's like, that was, like, the quintessential American moment. It's like, yeah, he'll, he'll, definitely, he'll definitely get reelected. Like, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it does kind of disappoint me, but it's also just such a joke. Like, you know, America's just a rotten place. There's no getting around it. <laughs> you know, I, I America I, the rotten. If I can go to Oregon and like, you know, trip trip my balls off, and I if I can go to New Jersey and like, you know, smoke some pot. I'll, I'll settle for that. You know, I'll, I'll be happy with that. But I'm just not going to fucking give a shit and worry about who's in the White House. And look, I'm serious. This thing I'm saying, it hasn't mattered my whole fucking life that a fucking asshole warmongering cunt has been the fucking president. Why am I supposed to worry about it now all of a sudden? Beep, 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 ahead in a while. Oh, wow. holy shit, man. If he wins Ohio and, and Florida, two, it's definitely over. Two and Today, a half let me ask points. you something. Like, I, I think we're getting a little bit on into this podcast, but are, I mean, are we going to stick with it for a little bit and go through because we got the live coverage going on? 
yeah, um, as long as the, uh, yeah. I just want to gauge how we're going here because I mean, I'm all in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going. We're all in. Well, I think. Uh, All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the toilet because that's uh-oh. pee, but I'm I'm going to stay on the line. All okay. right. Okay. All right. I'm going to stay <laughs> on the line. Uh, don't drop it in the toilet, man. I won't do that. I'm pretty sure I won't. Boy, that would really be bad because I think we've got to make, are, are we getting all of this recorded? Yes. Yes, we are. So if I did drop it in the toilet now, <laughs> it, it, you, yeah. would, uh, you would still get my, what we yeah, at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I'd, ha- I'd have to call you back on your other your landline. But. Oh, no, man. <laughs> and then the FBI would be able to know what was going on. Too late, man. They're already on. They might be on to me at that point and realize, like, you know, that I'm a dope-smoking pervert. Oh, no. I'm a fucking communist. (laughs) I like to eat pizza and kill babies. All right, I'm gonna go pee. Um, give us some more updates. Um, <laughs> well, right now, uh, it's uh, there's a nice uh, moon in the sky, clear stars galore here. Other group, and uh. A little bit nippy, but not too bad. Oh, I think it's just been a great day, you know. But I'm not going to credit our political system for the fact it was a great day. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that makes me a bad person? (laughs) No, David, you're a good person. No matter what anybody says. Don't listen. I find to that them. heartwarming. Don't listen to them. <laughs> so, all right, <clears throat> we're back from our break. Uh, maybe uh, Dave may be taking a leak right now. Uh, <clears throat> so, let's see. Uh, North Carolina is pulling within. Point to percentage points. I'm with 85% in. It's trending for Trump. I'm going to call North Carolina. Uh, and uh, looking 70% Ohio. Pulling ahead in Ohio, Trump. Pennsylvania. Is ahead. Trump is ahead, but just twenty one percent in there, so that could change. <laughs> in in this instance, Trump has won Uzbekistan <laughs> and Eastern Europe. <laughs> Eurasia. 
East Asia and you're so uh, I'm calling North Carolina for Trump. Um, it's actually still ahead Biden, but trending. Uh oh, uh oh, yeah, trending for Trump. Eighty-five percent in Ohio. Still Trump ahead, commandingly to three <laughs> percent. Uh, currently, Michigan at twenty-eight percent counted. Oh Lord, fifty-five percent to forty-two percent Biden. Oh boy. Wisconsin, Trump's ahead by two percentage points um, with 30% in. <clears throat> so so take a step back for a second, Dave, and, and I mean, tell us what you think this means. Uh, what it means? Uh, well, I mean... Trump's going to continue for another four years. I mean, um, same old, same old, I guess. <clears throat> so you don't see any trend in the numbers that we <laughs> indicate. I mean, I got to say, like, I don't really care, but I do really find this to be unbelievable. Like, how can there be a pandemic and you lead the world in death, and yet the incumbent is still... <laughs> Better than the alternative. That's impossible. Like, it's impossible. Okay, North Carolina is currently tied. 86% in. Back to you, David. I mean, there's just got to be a way that Biden is going to win. Don't you think? Well, hmm. Well, Pennsylvania, 23% in, Trump ahead by one, two, five percentage points. Virginia, 54% in, he's ahead by eight and a half percentage points in Virginia. Is, is there anywhere where Trump is not ahead? Well, I mean, uh, he's ahead in Illinois. Um, quite a, quite a bit ahead. Minnesota with twenty nine percent and Biden's way ahead, uh, but that may change. I'm getting. I have a feeling that's going to change. Do you uh, know who George Will is? Yeah, the, the sort of vet, veteran, uh, the conservative nerd. Yeah, yeah, right. Where's the bow ties? He, is he pretty old now? He must yeah, be I mean, ancient. He said that Joe Biden was going to win. He was going to get like 400 electoral votes. <laughs> when did he say this recently? And he was going to be, he said this like a couple of weeks ago. Uh -huh. I mean, the media have been, and of course, George Will has been a Republican his whole life and said, uh -huh. well, you know, I'm not going to be a Republican anymore. Um, and then, um, 
these other people have, uh, you know, been saying for weeks that, you know, Joe Biden's going to, is going to win. Like he's, you know, 10 point lead in the national poll, but you've, you've been doing it uh, right, Dave, all along. I mean, just to sort of remind the listener in our, in our previous uh, episodes, Dave has been using this method whereby he uh, has been looking at the swing states and comparing the poll numbers between uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump to Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump in 2016. And the numbers really were, if I'm not mistaken, Dave, worse for Joe Biden than they were in Hillary Clinton at the same time in terms of the projections and the polls leading up to the respective elections. Right. Yeah, and um, it seemed pretty clear to me that uh, Trump was trending. He, a lot of places, he was kind of way ahead of where uh, he was um, in 2016. Uh, but it's it's looking a lot bigger than what I was even thinking. You know, I was I was. <clears throat> I was thinking it was going to be close, you know, could it even be tied, that kind of thing. So tell me, Dave, do you think that my joke about Joe Biden looking like my dad on his ICU bed, <laughs> do you think that's in bad taste? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, it's a gerontocracy. Uh, that was a <laughs> term. You know, I've been talking, um, I've been comparing uh, the current situation to, you know, the 19, early 1980s Soviet, uh, <clears throat> where the, the fossils, uh, you know, came in through their seniority <laughs> and every one of them, like, died within, you know, six months of each other. Uh, uh, yeah, so it was just such a, a joke. And you get that strong vibes of that. It's even it's even more crazy now. I mean, of course, it's, it's our situation is totally as beat anything the Soviet Union could have done with their like uh, <laughs> leadership. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, well, Dave, I, you know, I, I was going to go downstairs and look at my um, uh, computer system integration, <laughs> uh, but um, I'm sorry, my integrated computer system. Uh, but we're, we're still vetting immigrants <laughs> on the on the first floor, so I'm limited to my technological resources here on the second floor. <laughs> so the second floor is that the you have a weird split level house and it's kind of hard to describe to people but basically it's, it's like you've got three stories right so you've got like a basement what do you call that downstairs yeah i mean it's basically there's the downstairs you know a kitchen and an, and an upstairs it's like a multiplex that you would have um, on the pacific coast except it's you know in the middle of nowhere america so I'll say you think it's kind of a proto Californian style. Or? Oh no, I'm just being silly. Uh, it, it does have a nice design. I mean, yeah. we're actually on kind of a uh, 
a small hill. And so it was, uh, it was built so that the, you could have like the hill sort of leveling out and having, um, you know, a, a living room and a kitchen, you know, rather than just saying it's got to be just the two stories. Right, and the right. and the and the upper story gets uh gets great light in the morning. It's really something else. So let's see. I'm looking at the uh, Senate results. And of course, um, McConnell wins. Eighty-four percent in, fifty-eight to thirty-eight. Uh, twenty point lead. Pretty amazing. Not even close. Uh, this map really isn't. Good. Tabs. Who's leading? Oh. All right. So, hmm. I need to have the braces that are back. Yeah, I can't really tell what's uh, going on with the Senate yet. <clears throat> but it's looking pretty red on the map. Uh, so it, it's not looking like the Democrats are going to flip the Senate. Yeah, hey, I can't. I can't tell that yet. Uh, they don't have quite a bit of map. Graham. Yeah, it looks like um, Graham and going to win that one. Lindsey Graham. Uh, <clears throat> Texas. Cummins going to win. Uh, the Republican looks like. Mm. Looks like Susan Collins is winning so far. I don't know if they're doing ranked choice voting in Maine. That might be an interesting story coming up. Ranked choice voting? Yeah, have you heard of that? I have not. Oh, God, how does this work? It's kind of complicated. Now I'm on the spot again. Um, It's basically you, you rank, you 
like put your top three or four candidates, you know, or you put all the candidates in order and how you rank them. And then you have another list. It's like a second choice list. Uh, and then it's tallied, tallied off of that and uh, the votes go depending on uh, so if somebody doesn't get a certain amount, then your vote will be transferred to oh God. Yeah. Um, fill in for me while I read up on it. Sounds like my <laughs> small intestine. <laughs> Actually, it's a pretty cool thing. If I can, uh, I'll do some reading on it. Fill us in on your side of the story there. Do you have the TV going on in the background? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. We're still vetting immigrants downstairs. I, I'm, I don't have access to the uh, multi-computer system integration system. So, uh, is there Actually, I tell you what, I can, if you want me to fill, fill things in for a second, um, mm -hmm. I can just sort of make my way downstairs. Uh, I'm, if you'll hold on with me for a moment, I'm going to put my mask on. So... Uh, if I can sign my mask, I guess, I guess pretty soon it'll be a felony to wear a mask in public, won't it? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I was going to say, it's, it's going to be a felony to wear a mask in public, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Won't that be the next one? You'll, you can't wear a mask. You'll be gunned down. America you'll, look be, bad. you'll be gunned down. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take it from here if you need to take a break for a second, okay? Okay. All right, um, this is uh, Dr. Dave Overby, and I'm reporting live uh, for the Oblivion podcast. And uh, first thing I got to do is, uh, all right, we got that television on mute. We can focus on the number of sales. First thing we're looking at is uh, sources, uh, CNN. We've got uh, Biden leading Trump, uh, 89 electoral votes to 72 electoral votes. Uh, Biden has won Colorado. New York State, Vermont, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Um, and uh, from the looks of the map, Florida and Ohio uh, have not been called. But this is just the uh, map that I'm looking at. And again, this is of now. Good grief. Can you believe how worthless this whole uh, outlay for uh, this uh, format is? I'm looking at this format and they don't have the actual time. I mean, it's easy enough for me to find out, but I can't believe you put this all this information out. So uh, we're just going to do uh, info check and get the time for you. And again, this is Dr. Dave Overby reporting for the Oblivion podcast and i apologize for the muffling effect of the of the mask but we're, we're wearing this just as a precaution here from the studios 
here at our multi-system uh, computer operation system, getting the information. Yeah, it sounds it uh, sounds fine. Okay, um, thank you. It's it's yeah. uh, it's nine twenty one central. That would make it ten twenty one eastern. So uh, the numbers that we're getting, well, right now it's Michigan, and the numbers are Trump fifty four percent, Biden forty seven percent. But the electoral map that we're looking at is 89 to 72. Now, Dave, stay with me for just a second, because what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go to Fox News. Okay. Okay. We're going to go to Fox News right now. All right. The time is 921 Central. We're going to Fox News right now. And it's a, you won't believe this, Dave, but it's a commercial. (laughs) So sorry to get everybody excited (laughs) about I knew that was going to happen. God damn it. Uh, we'll wait for just a second, and okay, yeah, it's gone. Okay, it's 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 Fox News democracy. Wow. <laughs> okay, so they're saying. Um, okay, they don't have any clear numbers up. They're reporting on Florida. They're saying Trump fifty-one to. Uh, Okay, yeah, Trump's got the numbers in Florida, he's got the numbers in Georgia, he's got the numbers in North Carolina. So I think that one of the stories about the night, Dave, is that what a nightmare the South has been. And that somebody like myself should probably get a few milk cartons together and make a raft and, like, get out of the South. (laughs) Make a raft. (laughs) But anyway, Fox News is not putting up any uh, any numbers. But uh, so we've got two sources now confirming Colorado, Illinois, and those other states in the Northeast that I mentioned, both according to CNN and to Fox News, are going to Joe Biden. But no electoral numbers. <clears throat> okay, it's 51 to 47 Trump in Florida right now. But this is what such a is such a waste. Okay, uh, Fox News is reporting too early to call Arizona, Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Minnesota, Texas, and Wisconsin. So I'm assuming, um, I'm assuming that they don't think that they can call it for their man yet. Now we're going to go to MSNBC. Time is now 9.24, and House projection, uh, House control is going to go to uh, the Democrats. Uh, Louisiana is projected to go for Donald Trump, but that's not really that meaningful, and so is Kansas. Oh, my God. Kansas is going for Donald Trump. And right now, um, oh, get this, Dave. Uh, Kentucky has gone red. Kentucky has gone for Donald Trump. Uh, Biden, but Biden's ahead uh, 94 to 86. And I guess that's the electoral uh, uh, college number. But if you're thinking the way that I am, Dave, um, you don't just simply look at the at the current numbers. I mean, Biden is ahead, but if you project that Florida is going to go for Trump 
And if it looks like some of these other uh, significant states are going to go for Trump, then you have to figure, you know, the lead is not that big that it's going to go clearly for Biden. And it doesn't surprise me in the least that what we are certainly not seeing is that Biden is going to have any kind of a commanding win. Well, I mean, it's uh, on my on my map. It's looking like a Trump win. I can't. Um, I don't know what the actual numbers are. If I there's probably some kind of a side you can go to and plug in the numbers. But uh, well, you know, Florida is a definite win. North Carolina. Uh, it's trending towards Trump, like I called it earlier, but uh, still trending that way. 89% in, Trump ahead by 1%. Virginia, way ahead, although it's 54% in, uh, Trump's ahead by a bunch. Pennsylvania, 30% in, way ahead. Um, Ohio ahead, you know, I mean, all these states have a lot of adding up a lot of uh, states there. <laughs> uh, not looking good for Biden. I mean, don't you think this is pathetic? Yeah, it never, it never ceased to be pathetic. And, uh, yeah. Nancy was playing a uh, kind of a fake thing where it was Bernie Sanders was going out into a big auditorium and it was like in the background it was like president uh president Bernie Sanders is looks is <laughs> won the presidency he's going out to meet the crowd right now <laughs> wouldn't that be great yeah so Nancy felt better but well remember back in February of uh of this year when the uh, Iowa caucus happened. Yeah. And you know, it looked like Bernie might actually be the nominee. And then they had uh, New Hampshire and I think Bernie won. And it's, you know, it's the same old thing. Like one thing, all it takes is for one thing to go wrong. And it was the hit job that Anderson Cooper did on Bernie Sanders on 60 Minutes. And that basically gift wrapped the election for um, for Trump because it just you know they they may as well have just run Hillary Clinton again. You know they didn't learn a thing from what happened in 2016, and with the pandemic too. Like, oh yeah. So I mean, it, how is Russia involved in this? Or will it be China? That's the, uh, well, that's that's my oversight. That's my bad. I should have been talking about that all night because that's obvious. <laughs> Russia game. I mean, I'm sure that that everybody's just going to say it's the fault of you know people who like Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't go out and vote. It won't be the fight. It, it, I mean, it won't be the fault of the people who support what they do. 
I'm sorry. I just had to just had to eat some rice with some uh, Caesar salad dressing, and it's actually delicious. It's really good. Anyway, I'm not going to chew into the. No, no, no. Here, I just had to. Do no, 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 Podcasting no. is such. No, no. Intensive and hard work. Got to keep the cacals up. Young and strapping lad. I've got to get me vitamins if I'm going to do the podcasting. I smoked some meth before we started, man. (laughs) Well, goddamn good for you, Dave. Why to be a good American? (laughs) I mean, it's a... It's an important part of the this the area's economy around here. Um, when we're going to need it too, because the way that those Democrats have shut down the schools, <laughs> oh, that was great. So Kentucky, eighty four percent, and Trump ahead sixty two. Point five percent to thirty-five point eight percent. Oh, I'm sorry. In what state? Kentucky. Sixty-two point five. No, well, Kentucky's already gone for Trump, right? Twenty-eight. Oh yeah. I mean, according to my sources. I mean, just as a study of humanity, it's kind of incredible that, you know, I mean, we've really lost any kind of self-preservation. Like, people just cannot see that, you know, the the monster wants them to die, and they're just, like, walking straight into the mouth. How much longer do you think it's going to be before they declare a winner? Um, I don't know. Are you seeing any? Are they? Um, well, so far, the Biden has the most electoral votes as far as their projection. Let's see, that's a different map. Uh. uh yeah, see, they're not calling a lot of these states. Um, right, man. Of course, North Carolina is closed, so who knows, in the last 10% of the town, maybe Biden would pull back ahead because um, <clears throat> it's within 0.8%. That's 40,000 votes. Not many votes. Well, um, let me um, let me make a recommendation. Okay. What do you think about this? Um, it's it's nine thirty central time. Why don't we go for another uh, thirty minutes tonight, okay. and then uh, pick it up again tomorrow at 
you know, two Eastern, one Central. Okay. Uh, well, um, now I kind of could that I've got to go into Louisville. Uh, no. All right. We should just stay on for another half hour then at least. How's that sound? Yeah. Sounds okay. Good. All right. Good deal. All right. But so, I mean, uh, do, do you think at this point that there's any way that Biden is going to rally and become mm-hmm. president? I don't think so. Um, there may be surprises. Uh, this map is looking awful red. Um, Minnesota. Way ahead in Minnesota. But this 36% in Arizona. 75% in uh, Biden shot almost 8% lead. So he's looking pretty strong. Uh, that's kind of a one that was polling pretty close. So let's go in Biden's way. So, I mean, there's 11 electoral votes. <laughs> pretty amazing. New Mexico is leaning heavily uh, Biden. So is Colorado. <clears throat> uh, projected winner. Or... Well, my sources have it that um, that Biden's won Colorado. So, yeah. He's got a 17-point lead with 80% counted. So Colorado's a bunch of those hippies, you know, and Biden's the hippie candidate. Right, right. Of course he is. He's a socialist. Have there been any um, updates? About on um uh on New Jersey? Uh oh you know as far as uh okay let me look that up again. Uh right, right. Maybe I'm over. Got so many screens going at once I don't know where the fuck I am. David back to you. You want me to run with it here? Yeah, for a second. And this is Dr. Dave Overby here once again for the Oblivion Podcast. We're giving you a special election night podcast on the evening of November the 3rd, 2020. Uh, Dave and I have both been saying for the last uh, couple of weeks that we expected that Donald Trump would be reelected and that we have found all along that Joe Biden was an uninspiring and uh, pretty much worthless candidate and then is coming to fruition here. According to my sources uh, from the television, I am breaking my sources up into both internet and television sources. According to my television sources, which I think is the... Stop the president! 
New Jersey voters approve constitutional amendment to legalize cannabis. Well, hi, damn. 67%. I don't think that's a far more significant vote than, like, what the hell difference was it going to make who the president was tonight anyway? That's the vote that counts right there. And uh, I'm sorry, Dave, give us the numbers on that. Uh, with this was 10. Uh, Associated Press made the call a little before 10 p.m. with 58 percent of the precincts reporting results more than 67 uh, percent. Back the amendment. 67 percent. Two thirds. That's a lot, man. Kick it on in there, man. That is completely a lot. Isn't Bruce Springsteen from New Jersey? Yeah, man. Did he vote? Anyway, for it? I think I, I think that's the story of the night right there. Well, at least it's Hell, positive, I mean, something positive to say about it. Uh, well, hell, I mean, you. I looked up the ranked choice voting. Let me read it to you. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ranked choice voting. Uh, voters rank the candidates for a given office by preference on their ballot. If a candidate wins an outright majority of first preference votes, i.e., 50 percent plus one, he or she will be declared the winner. If, on the other hand, no candidate win an outright majority of the first preference votes, the candidate with the fewest first preference vote is eliminated. All first preference votes for the failed candidate are eliminated, listing the second preference choices indicated on those ballots. A new tally is conducted to determine whether any candidate has won an outright majority of the adjusted voters. The process is repeated until a candidate wins a majority of votes cast. Uh-huh. So, uh, so we'll see how that works. Oh, so yeah, it will be part of the federal election in Maine. Uh, yeah, there's other places. I think Maine's the only one that's the whole state. New York, it says ranked choice voting adopted, but not implemented in New York City. Hmm. Adopted, but not implemented? That's what it says. Then there's some other uh, just cities mostly around the country. I think Maine is only all the whole state. So somehow they convinced that fucking state to change the voters to that. Don't you think that this really makes the Democrats and Joe Biden look bad? (laughs) Well, Dave, I'll have to say he looks like dog shit. 
And what about Kamala Harris? <laughs> Hopefully she'll fucking fade from the world forever. You know, I, I thought uh, that um, that whole setup was phony with the way that in the early debates that Kamala Harris was like, that little girl, that was <laughs> yeah. me. Maybe it was all about like segregation and busing and you know, Joe Biden voted against it. I was like, this is exactly what they're going to do. They're going to try to. They're going to try to divide everybody into like the old school white people camp and then the younger like uh, people of color camp. And then they're going to bring them together by saying that the, you know, the woman who was segregated against in the busing is now going to be the vice presidential candidate of the man that voted for it. And this is a sign of progress. I mean, everything about the Democrats is just so over controlling and totally insane. Like it's it's whatever ideas they conjure about how to do campaigns. I mean, Amy McGrath is the perfect example of this. It's totally not based in reality. It's like, how in the world do you think that any of this is going to work? It's really just a, a, a joke. I mean, I think you used that term earlier. It's one of my favorite terms. It's a joke, man. It's a complete freaking joke, and it'll be great uh, entertainment for me personally to see how, you know, well, whose fault is this? Well, it must be mine, you know. It, it must be the guy that's the complete opposite of, like, everything that's happened and uh, has advocated for the opposite of everything that's been done. Like, no, this won't work, and no, you've got to eventually find a way to get people positive and enthusiastic about voting in politics and not just have everything be toxic, fear-mongering, really boring. Yeah, like, they'll do it. It'll be like, because Bernie Sanders has, you know, hasn't said a word for seven months, you know, but that was still, he said too much. And if it had been, you know, eight or nine months that we hadn't heard a word from him, we would have won, but instead it was seven months instead of nine months. So that's why we lost the election. That's what people are going to say. I guarantee it. And you said the same thing like two months ago or something. I said, what's going to happen when Joe Biden loses? Like, will it be that the Bernie Sanders people will get blamed for it? And you were like, well, yeah, of course. That's what will happen, man. Medicare for all, man. See, if you just voted for Biden, we could have gotten Medicare for all. Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, I mean, who would want that anyway, right? Okay, let's see if the map is updated much. Now, Pennsylvania. It's only 33% in for Pennsylvania, but uh, Trump has a big lead. 
Did you say Trump is ahead in Pennsylvania? Yeah, well, 33% in. He's ahead by over 10 points. I mean, can you come to grips <laughs> with the level of failure this is? You're talking about the incumbent president of the United States that's been at the head of the, the number one world failure in, res- in responding to the coronavirus pandemic. And you couldn't beat him. You couldn't beat him. And that is not a song by the Allman Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a joke. Oh, oh, oh. Like, what a... Wow. <laughs> this is completely amazing. What else do you have on the on the radar there? Uh, radar. <clears throat> well, looking at the map here, Dave. Uh, uh, nothing. A lot of these states <clears throat> are slow to come in. Virginia is. Solved at 56%. North Carolina continues, well, what is that? Point. Trump is still ahead. Uh, he's ahead by 60,000 votes in North Carolina with 93%. Uh, Ohio, 82%. Uh, so this is not going to be. A, I mean, this Trump. is going to wind up being a blowout for well, Trump, uh, Trump. In Ohio, he's ahead by. Biden's not uh, winning anything. Six and a half percentage points at eighty-two percent. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Minnesota. Is way ahead right now. That's 10 electoral votes. Iowa, way ahead for Biden, but it's only 42%. So hard to say. Uh, you know, Illinois, that was expected because of Chicago, right? Um, let me look at my electoral map thing that I printed out. And- Go through each one of these. And see what they're saying. So Wisconsin right now is Trump. Minnesota, Biden. North Carolina, Trump. Florida, Trump. Georgia. Oh, that's something I haven't even been looking at. Uh, 59% uh, reporting 
Trump is ahead by 12 percentage points in Georgia. That was supposed to be a close one for Biden, wasn't it? Trump. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Georgia was supposed to be a, a blue state now. What yeah. surprise? It's not. <laughs> Michigan, Trump, Iowa, Biden, Arizona, Biden, Nevada. <laughs> Hasn't opened up yet. That opens up at 10 Eastern time. So, hmm. Nothing supported there yet. Uh, so, Nevada, don't know. Texas, Trump. So, out of these one, two, out of 11 states, Biden has three of them right now. Of the swing states. Mm-hmm. And they're Iowa, Arizona, and Minnesota. But these other states have way more electoral votes. I mean, Florida, 29. Fuck. Georgia, 16. Ohio, 18. Michigan, 16. Texas, 38. Uh, that adds up. And you know the thing is, the uh, the passing of the of the uh, cannabis legalization in New Jersey tells me that you know it it isn't that the the Democrats' platform is too conservative nationally. Um, I'm sorry. I got that wrong. I was totally perfect all night, all, all night long until that one line. <laughs> the problem isn't that they're too liberal, is that they're too left, is that they're too conservative, the Democrats, right? Because if the in New Jersey, legalization passed, what was it, like 67% to 33%, like two-thirds passed it? So uh, I'm seeing here on the normal uh, .org, the uh, hot advocacy org site, uh, five states will decide on marijuana-related initiatives. Voters in Arizona, Montana, New Jersey, and South Dakota will decide on propositions of legalizing the adult use of marijuana. South Dakota voters will also decide on a separate initiative legalizing the dispensing of medical cannabis, as will Mississippi voters. So, when the fuck is Kentucky going to have one of those? I mean, why can't we have one of those on the the ballot? Yeah, I mean, that's that's an excellent point. Uh, Well, because... Uh, garbage. I mean, it's sham democracy. There's no choice. You know, the choice is no and no. So Arizona, that's interesting. So that may pass. Montana, early polling projects. 
Arizona looks like it's going to pass there. Really? Yeah. Now that's big news. I didn't think that would happen. Arizona, can you give us some numbers, please? Uh, it looks like 60% for 36 against. So let's see. And and uh, would be able to cultivate six plants for non-commercial purposes and private residence. Mississippi. Oh, that's medical marijuana. Hmm. Might win there. Montana. Uh, hmm. Decriminalizing it more there. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> in Arizona, it doesn't look like it's necessarily legal designation for this. Although possession of up to one ounce of cannabis and direct revenue from retail cannabis sales. On, oh, okay. So there will be retail. Arizona. Uh, well, I'm guessing that's the same with Montana. Uh. May win in Montana. New Jersey is one. South Dakota. That's a legalization one also. Yeah, so it looks like May win in all of those states. So that'll be quite a... No kidding. All of the numbers right now show that it might win. See, that's a giveaway that on a national level that the, you know, the problem with the Democrats is that they're, that they are too conservative. I think that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like if, if they had just put, you know, Bernie Sanders or somebody else that embraced, you know, cannabis legalization and these others, these other so-called, you know, radical liberal issues, um, they would have won. But honestly, as far as I'm concerned, if New Jersey has definitely won and Arizona has probably won in terms of legalizing cannabis, I think politically it's it's a it's a win for America. Because I just do not think it, the White House really mattered at all. I mean, we've had all these people die and it would have happened anyway because of the way that the state and local governments are and so much of the country and i think joe biden sucks fuck joe biden fuck him you know and and the people who think he's great i don't give a shit that he's not going to be my president do you no no and and in the way that they treated bernie sanders i would feel like a goddamn you know slime ball just saying hey great joe biden won 
you know, I'm going to just sit there and congratulate the person that's, you know, beating me down. The story of this election, as I said all along, was that Bernie Sanders was not going to be president. And the Democrats just insisted that if Sanders was the nominee, the Democrats couldn't win. But they could win if they went with the so-called moderate, middle-of-the-road, compromising, not radical, far-left candidate, which was Joe Biden, the most conservative of all the options. And from all accounts, from everything I've seen, from my supercomputer systems, and by the way, I think the last of the immigrants have passed through the vetting. Yes. Pasamos, por favor. Si, muchas gracias. Yes. Go on. Yes. We bien. Gracias. Uh, yes, you can get your abortion right over there. Yes, go ahead. Um, you know, from what I've seen from all of my sources and from everything that you're telling me, there's just no way in the world that Joe Biden's going to be president, right? Like, there's no reason to to, to stay on and hang not, on the edge of our seats. Yeah, it's not uh, not looking good there. Not looking good. But, I mean, tell me what you think of my assessment of the overall night. I mean, don't you think these votes on cannabis are, are more significant than this essentially meaningless choice between candidate you don't want versus candidate you don't want? Mm. So, right now, why they've got Virginia... Oh, oh, all right. I found a cool map that you can it'll tabulate the okay and give Iowa and yeah, I'm currently trying to add them up so we can get an idea. <clears throat> okay. That. Hang on. Can I? That. Give those to Arizona Blue. Okay. And there. Okay. Two. I even have Wisconsin ahead. Wisconsin, Trump's pulling ahead there. Forty-one percent in. He's ahead two and a half points. So even God, what time is it? Isn't it like midnight where you live or something? You know. Even if we give it to him. Uh, Trump wins 287 to 250. We give Wisconsin to them. Uh, You mean if you give Wisconsin to the Democrats? Uh, Yes. It would still be 287 for Trump. Yep. I mean, and another thing, like, what a freaking joke that it's I mean, I'm looking at the time. It's it's 
11 o'clock Eastern time, right? Like where you live. Uh, uh, and we still don't have an official answer. Like what kind of efficient system is this? And of course, you know, if you make a comment like that, you get beaten down by everybody because you're making a critical comment and you can't do that. The whole point is to be cool and to be popular and to fit in. Like whatever group that you're supposed to be with, it could be the deadheads who go follow the Grateful Dead around. Or it could be the Christians who go to church and listen to stuff about the Bible all the time. Those are your two amazing options to, for living in the best country that there has ever been in the entire history of the world. The end. All right, man, you want to take us out for this week? This has been Dr. Dave Overby along with David Miller. This is the Oblivion Podcast. Meowza.